podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Well, we're back in our rightful spots. The Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner. We're back for a special midweek edition. We're entitling this Taking the Mikel. More on that in just a couple of moments' time. But Johnny Boy, we're back in our spiritual home. We're back in our second home here in the studio. And since I last saw you, we've gone viral, John. <laughs> the John obi Mikel podcast, the Obi-Wan podcast, it's making headlines. You know, what a way to start. Uh, like I said, there's no better uh, person to kickstart this this podcast. You know, my man, my legend, my captain, the big man, John Terry. Yeah, we're trending upwards. We're trending upwards. As someone pointed out to me a little earlier today, the only way is down after John Terry, but that's not the nah, case. We have to keep the standard up, mate. We have to keep the standard up. Watch out for the next episode and see who's next. Yes, well, we're going to touch on that a little later. Uh, this is a little bonus edition of the podcast. We're entitling this Taking the Mikel because there is a banner that hangs at Stamford Bridge. I was there on the opening day of the season <laughs> to watch Chelsea take on Liverpool, and your name yeah. is up there. A legend. You're a legend. A legend of the club, mate. That's what it is. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I have no, I don't know the story about it, but uh, of course I've given 11 years of my life at a club. You know, I won everything there is to be uh there is to be one at the club uh, as a player. But uh, yeah, when you look at the stand, you see the likes of Frank Lampard, John Terry, Didier Drogba. And who's next? It's me. John Obi Mikel. <laughs> taking the Mikel. And I said to you, obviously, the Obi-Wan podcast. We're yeah. chuffed with that name. It suits what we're trying to do. But Taking the Mikel is the perfect title for a little midweek edition of this podcast. Is. And this is a chance for us to talk about some of the kind of newsworthy stories, some of the stories that are trending. And it's fair to say there's an awful lot trending. Yeah, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of stories, you know, that is out there. Um, obviously, Chelsea, Manchester United. Well, I just want to start. There's been a lot of comments on our YouTube channel, John. I'm sure you saw from our opening episode with John Terry. And you should have picked up on this, given the fact that this fellow is your second father. A lot of people have been taking the mick out of me. You know what taking the mick means? Yes, of Taking course. the piss, essentially. Yeah, taking the piss, yeah. We've, uh, we've alienated all of our Dutch listeners and Dutch viewers because I was pronouncing Mr. Hiddink as goose. Goose, goose. Yeah. Heading. Apparently, the Dutch tell me it's actually hoose. Hoose, yeah. It's hoose hitting, yeah. So my apologies. It's not goose, it's hoose. Yeah, so for everyone <laughs> on that YouTube video that has been laughing, saying goose, hitting, <laughs> that's on me. It's hoose hitting. Oh, uh, no, no. What a, you know, what a man. What a man. Absolutely uh, amazing, amazing person, amazing coach, somebody who... You know, for me, it's like a father figure to me. Every time he was at the club, every time he comes back to the club, he always looks after me. He always speaks to me. He always puts his arm around me and try to get me to perform better. And for me, he's been, every, every time he comes to the club, there's this thing about him. You know, he brings out the best in me. And uh, yeah, like the guys say, he's my father. They call who's, him my father. <laughs> who's Hiddink? Forevermore will I remember that it's Who's Hiddink? This is Mikel Obi, former Super Eagles and Chelsea midfielder, urging you all to sign up with Betwinner. Betwinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand the chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly. 
it's so many talking points from the weekend that we've just witnessed, John, and I want to get to that. Also want to point out, we've been having a little chat, and for anyone that's listening to the podcast, we welcome requests, ob1podcast.gmail.com. If you've got questions for the big man, if you've got a guest that you want to see, if you want to have any queries, Get in touch with us. Yeah, get in touch. We're here. We're here. We can, you know, like you said, the standard has to be high. Has to be high. Yeah, we have to keep it. We'd have to keep the bar. We've set it high. We have to keep it there. Well, JT was episode one and the floor is yours, John. I'm going to allow you to do the honours. Episode (laughs) two. We have to keep you on the law. We have to keep you on the wrap. Oh, you want to keep on the wraps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to keep on the wraps. Yeah. Okay. Say no more. You you guys need to decide. You guys, we don't want to hear your your thoughts. Who do you think is going to be the next person on episode two? What we will discuss, though, in this Taking the Mikel edition of the Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner is talk about your beloved Chelsea. I want to get your thoughts. I watched the game on Saturday. It was the early kickoff, the lunchtime kickoff over in the UK. Full-time result. I'll whisper it, John. Chelsea nil, Brentford 2. It was another insepid display. Chelsea once again a bit toothless. Are you worried? I'm worried. I'm worried now because... It seems like we're going forward, but then we take three, four steps backwards. But obviously you can see that we, we, we still are not playing together as a team. The, 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 the players, are, you know, we st- they still don't understand each other. It's like we go on the pitch and nobody knows what he's doing. You're playing for yourself or you're playing for the team. I look at some players at the team. I think, I feel like they want to play well for themselves. Not to play well for the club and for the team. It's like everybody's out there for themselves. You know, that's what I look, when I look at the club, that's what I see. But, you know, until we start playing together as a team, I think Poch is a great manager. When I look at him, I think he's a great manager. And I think he's going to get the best out of these young players. Eventually. Eventually, but he needs time. But at the same time, we need the players to start performing. You know, there's been an awful lot of excuses for them. We've made excuses. We've said, okay, we need to give them time. We need to, we need to let them, you know, they need to gel together as players. How many games are we playing this season now? So we're now into 10. Yeah, 10 games in the season. Obviously, they're not in Europe. They've played a couple of League Cup games. Yeah. So by now, we should be seeing a bit of sign that, you know, we're moving forward. But still, I can't see that. I'm not, from the last game, not yet. I haven't seen that. And that's my point. You know me. I have a soft spot for a certain Graham Potter. I will continue to bang (laughs) that drum. I've followed that man a long time. I know him well. Well, well You love him, don't you? I love him. And I look at what Chelsea are doing right now under Mauricio Pochettino and I'm seeing no real difference to what Graham was doing. No, there is no. And, and, I, and I always felt, you know this, we've spoken privately, I just wish Chelsea, and I know Chelsea fans will hate me for saying Giving a bit of time. I just wish Graham More was time. given. He, he deserved a summer. He was parachuted in in the September. Yeah. Thomas Tuchel was sacked after Dinamo Zagreb, wasn't he? And I, I think Graham, he was owed a summer. He was owed a pre-season. No doubt about that. I think what you what you say makes sense. I think obviously when you look at what Roberto Di Zabio is doing at Brighton, you can say, you know, that's the blueprint of Graham Potter. So, you know, he's coming and the blueprint was already there. He didn't have to tweak too much. He just have to install his mentality of how he wants the players to approach same blueprint. And, and, and I, you know, should we have given him time at Chelsea, Graham? Of course, yes. But, you know, it got, to a, know. Point, it got to a point whereby, you know, the club was slipping into yeah. almost into relegation battle. But, you know, for, for, for a club as for the, for a club like Chelsea, you know, it's just unheard of that we've been struggling, you know, being in a relegation battle. I think that's why the decision was made. No disrespect to Graham. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic young manager. But I think Poach is, 
Poch looks like he, you know, he wants to get his teeth into the team. He wants to make sure he gets this team playing well. Every time I see him on the touchline, he looks frustrated. You can see this is a manager who's trying to pass his 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 vision of how he wants the, the, the players to play, but they're not quite there yet. They're not getting what he wants them to do when they step on the pitch. So I think it'll take time, but we'll eventually get there. I think we'll eventually get there. You're not worried that Todd Bowley and the owners of that football club pull the trigger on Poch? I don't think so, mate. They have to stick, right? They have, they have to stick with him. They have to stick with him. How many years contract has he got? I think it's... Oh, is it a three-year deal? I think is it a three-year deal? I think so. So, I mean, you got to give him time. You know, you can look You can look at the same thing that's happening at Manchester United. You know, Eric Tenha has been given an awful lot of time now. Uh, 18 yeah, months. he's been given an awful lot so, of time. So, and that's interesting. When you compare those two, if Poch has been given time to get it right, and obviously the results need to pick up because Chelsea are, you know, bottom half of the table as opposed to the top half. Is Eric Ten Hag's time up? Do you worry there? I, I mean, I take it, I watched the game. On, on Sunday and yeah. I mean United I've said this many times on the radio show I've said it many times to you they are a million miles away from City on the pitch and you know I've been fortunate enough I've gone over I've had the tour of the Etihad campus I've spoke to a lot of people at City I've done the stadium I mean Man United off the pitch are just as far behind City as they are on it it's night and day is Eric Ten Hag for you is he a dead man walking I was watching the game on on Sunday, the way you you can see the difference. I was watching City, mate. I was I was I was gonna swear. I was enjoying what I you know what I was watching. It was like watching every player on the pitch knew exactly what they were doing. I looked at was it the third goal? The, the, the way they started the build up, it was like I was watching. Yeah, yeah. I was watching. Uh, like a movie that was just a clean, sweet movie that just had a beautiful end, which was the goal. Uh, it was so beautiful. And, and and the way they play, the way City play, and then you look at Manchester United, there is no pattern. There is no, nobody knows what they're doing on the pitch. And, you know, I look at the two centre-halves, you know, no disrespect to any of them. I mean, Harry Maguire and Johnny Evans. Johnny Evans had time at the club and now he's come back. What, what is he now? 36 years old? So 35, 36. And, you know, and and, and Varane was on the bench. Uh, apparently he wasn't injured. Uh, it was just a tactical decision. But then, you know, I don't understand that. I mean, the low for me. Delo, I mean, I'm not we, having him as again, a defender. You, exactly. Lindelof when you look at the midfield as well, you look at the midfield. There's no one in the middle. Was Casemiro injured? I don't know the the, the story about that. He's been he's been he's been carrying and he's been suspended. He's been carrying an injury, so he was obviously not in the team. He then makes the change at halftime, brings Mason Mount, yeah. of course, former Chelsea yeah. as well. He's just he's simply not found a role in this Man United team thus far. And you know, looking at it, John, there is no doubt Man United are going the other way they're, they they're, they're 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 you know a million miles as we've said off it and they look a million miles off the united team of last season forget city yeah. city at the standard beta forget city for now united aren't even in their ballpark united look as if they're going the other way from just the side that we saw last season. yeah last season yeah i mean you look at the same team isn't it a little bit players added to the team which should have made the team even better but I don't, I don't know what the problem is. Are you looking at the team thinking the players aren't giving their best right now? Because 
obviously when a new manager comes in, players tend to want to play for the new manager and to want to show the new manager, I want to be here. I want. Do you think now the players are a bit more relaxed? They think, okay, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm going to start the game. I'm looking at players like Fernandes, uh, you know, throwing his arm around, He's you know, captain. as a captain. You are the captain of the football club. You see, you on the pitch, throwing your arm around, screaming at the players, your teammates. Oh, pass the ball here, screaming. What are you doing? And I, I watch him. If you're doing that, at yeah. least you should be performing. You should be giving way more than you're giving right now to be able to do that on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play. But you're not doing that. So you shouldn't be, do- first of all, you shouldn't be doing that. So for me, that's a worry. When I see that on the pitch, for me, that's a worry. And players like Mason Mount, like we've touched on as well, He's coming, he's coming to the football club. He hasn't found his fit yet. I don't know. Is he still carrying the injury that he had Maybe. from the surgery? Is he still not fully 100%? I don't know. Because for me, I think Mason is a fantastic young do player. You? Do you? I, I actually do believe that. You know, I was one of the people that I've always said when he was at a club, when he was at Chelsea, that for me, I feel he's, he was the best player for me at the club when he was at Chelsea. That's how high I rated Mason. Um, because when I watch when the club, when the, when we won the second Champions League, um, he was very instrumental. Yeah, he, he was, was very instrumental. Thomas Tuchel put a Thomas lot Tuchel, yeah, yeah. Thomas Tuchel, yeah, really Our loved faith. Yes, exactly. And he was performing really well. But then the injury happened and I, I just think he's not fully fit yet. What I've heard and I've spoken to a lot of people close to United, Eric is, he, he's stoic. He's a disciplinarian. I'm hearing there's not much warmth between the players and Eric. It's just not his personality. It's not yeah, his makeup. It. He looks and it, yeah. I, I'm getting the vibe. I don't think all the players are pooling with Eric. Really? Truth be told. I mean, we know the story about Jaden Sancho. You've defended yeah. Jaden yeah. on this podcast previously. Jaden Sancho has been jettisoned. He's still training with the academy players. It's my understanding he has no intention of apologising. Doesn't have an attention yeah. to do that. And you look at some of the players right now, they're going through the motions. And, you know, we were, uh, you know, talking about a style. Talked about City there and yeah. that they're so pretty to watch. As a former player, John, do you need a style? I've seen an awful lot written this past couple of days after United's defeat that there's no discernible style. You can't put your finger on what they're doing. Tottenham under Ange Postacoglu yeah. have a style. Unai Emery, Aston Villa a style. Roberto De Serbi, a style. Poch trying to implement, I think, a style. But Chelsea, I don't know what Eric Ten Hag's doing at United. Does that matter to a player? It does matter. I think, I think even when you look at us, uh, you know, back in the day when we were at Chelsea, we did have a style. Obviously, it wasn't the fanciest of style, you know, but we got the job done. Yeah, you did. Uh, we knew how to play against the bigger teams and we knew how to play against the lesser teams. So for us, that was our style. Yeah, there were two different there styles. There were two different styles. So we knew when, if we were playing against City, Arsenal, Manchester United, we knew we had, a, there was a style to play against those big teams. So what we do, we sit, we counterattack. We make sure we sit because we knew we were very physical. We're very physical. We're very powerful. Uh, so what we do is that we sit and then we try to counterattack because we knew we get our chances. Obviously, with a big man up front, we knew we get our chances. And also Frank always with his timeless run into the box, we knew something, you know, a ball will bounce here and there and Frank is going to be there to smash it in. So we knew we had a style. Uh, and then when we play against the lesser team, we knew we have to, we had to dominate, get the ball and pass it around and try to create chances. 
So, of course, having a style does matter. But then uh, when you're going through a bad patch, as United and Chelsea are doing right now, I think sometimes that style needs to go out of the window. You need to try to win games because the more you start winning games, the more confidence you yeah. get. And then you continuously, continue slowly try to build up that style which you want to play. But I think right now what matters is winning games. And that's what the fans come to see at the end of the day. They, want, they come to see their club win. Uh, win games and I know our fans um, how um, impatient they are they want to see us win games they want to see that we're always there competing and competing to win trophies so not winning games is not what they come to see and playing playing pretty football is really not what they come to see they want to see us win and I think that's something that's missing right now We, we have to get back to winning ways be honest with this one Johnny who should be more worried in your opinion Chelsea fans or Man United fans right now I think Chelsea fans really. Would would you still say that? Yeah, I think I think so. I think when I look at the you know when I look at the team when I look at the club, where where do you think the goals is going to come from? That's a problem. I, I I don't see that. I don't see that. Raheem Sterling started pretty well. You know the season yeah. started the season pretty well, and uh, I thought. Do you think maybe he thought he was going to get into the England get? England call up which he didn't get yeah and then he now he's a little bit yeah exactly knocked his confidence down a little bit and now he's gone back to that to his shadow where he had last season um Jackson you know I don't know what's happening with him he's a very good player runs around but he doesn't get the goals so I don't see where the goals are going to come from the club the problem there Noni Madueke not a finisher not a finisher Mikhailo uh, you know, he's not a, a finisher, Mudrik. Yeah. He ain't a finisher, he's a wide man. Yeah. You're right, Nicholas Jackson's raw. Exactly, yeah. Broha, yeah. raw. Yeah. You need something. Well, you, like you need in, the finished article, Exactly. We're going to finish article, but I, th- I don't know how far off Ngunku is. Ngunku is a good player. Yeah, he's a very good, very player. good player. Yeah, very good player. So that's one that we'll, we, we're hoping that he comes back as quickly as possible to see that, you know, if he can bring that, a bit of that, you know, creativity and goals into the team, which is something we're lacking right now. Um, I don't see that anywhere when I look around the pitch. I don't see that anywhere, not on the bench, not people are starting the games. Um, so, you know, we're quite short. We're very yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to so, get on the phone to your mate, John. You do realize I need that. to get on the phone to Victor Simi. I need yeah, to, you, you do. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put in a I, good I, word. I need to bring him to the club. I need to bring him to and the he'd club. he love London. He, he yeah. would suit that Chelsea shirt as well. He you know, you talked yeah. previously on this pod about how uh, he grew up a United fan. They've invested 70 million plus on Rasmus Hoyland. There's no... There's no space for Victor. It certainly doesn't look to be a space for Victor at United. Yeah, yeah. There blooming well is a space at Chelsea Football there is, Club. There is, definitely, definitely. I mean, I'll put in a word, but, you know. <laughs> I'll put in a word. <laughs> but, okay, uh, make sure you get your commission as well, John. If you do yeah, get that 20%. deal, like 20%, make it 25 if you get that over the line. But, yeah, I, I, it's interesting. You, you still think... You'd be more worried as a Chelsea fan than a United yeah, fan. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't see where the goals are going to come from. Um, are we playing well? You know, it's a, you know, it's a big difference that, you know, from playing well and winning games. We're not doing both. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, we, it's not like we're playing well and not winning games. We're not doing either. Oh. So that for me, that's a worry. Uh, I know United lost against a good, very, okay. They lost to a very, very good city side. The best. The best team. For me, the best team in the world. Get what, when you watch the way City play, played on Sunday, it's like me sitting down and watching Lionel Messi play football. High praise. At his prime. 
Yeah. At his prime, when he was at Barcelona, 2020, 20, what was that? 2012. Was it 2012? He got his 73 goals. <laughs> yeah, when he scored 91 goals in the calendar year. year. Oh. And he won a 92. He got yeah. 73 in the season. And I, I just, just think about that for a second. 73 goals. We were waxing lyrical over Erling Haaland with 52. <laughs> 52 goals. He got yeah. 73. 73. Unbelievable. Unreal. And this City side, for your money, John, the best side that you've seen. Yeah, the best side that I've seen, uh, apart from the Barcelona side uh, back then. Um, you know, the football that the City side play, it's unbelievable. Bernardo Silva. And I have to say, my one thing I have to say, you know, for any young player watching this right now, watching us, you know, on this part, we talk about, we were, you know, we, 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 Give this city side a lot of praise and a lot of credit. But can I say, and, and I know Bernardo Silva won the man of the match the other day, deservedly so. He was absolutely fantastic. He was everywhere on the pitch. He controlled the game. from After, after 10 minutes from the start of the game, he took control of the game. And that's when this city side started playing. But I'll always say that the most important player in this club, can I Manchester that? City, can I you answer can answer that. that. You and know who I, I'm going to say. I, I hope you say this, fella, because I wanted to have this conversation with you. I think, and please tell me I'm thinking of the same person, <laughs> I think this fella might just be the most important player in the Premier League. In the Premier, right in the Premier League. I'm going to say it. Please tell me I'm right. Please tell me we're on the same wavelength. I think we're on the same wavelength. Rodri. Yes. 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 Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Bang on. He is. He is. Unreal, isn't he? Unbelievable. He I was watching him, uh, I was watching him on Sunday and I was thinking, you know, we call this role the Makalele role or whatever we call it. Uh, I think that, I think that should go out of the window because this guy has taken that position and transformed it and made it 20 times better. I was watching his defensive role. I was watching his his ball possession. I was watching his position. I was watching the way he was controlling yeah. the ball. His position when he controls the ball, he is already facing the right way. He doesn't need to turn around to say, okay, now I've controlled the ball. I need yeah. to turn. Yeah. He's already facing the right way. He's done, he did it the whole game. The whole game he did it. Absolutely masterclass watching him. Yeah, I, I've and, always said it, John. I think if Pep was here now and we asked him and said, come on, be honest. First name on your team sheet, Rodri. 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 Completely. No agree. doubt about it. And, and partly, in, in part, it explains Calvin Phillips hasn't been able to get a look in because he is loath, is Pep. He is loath to ever rest Rodri. If you look at his teams, he mixes and he matches. He mixes, yeah. Okay, Erling, more yeah. often than not, will start. We'll start, yeah. But it's always Rodri. 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 He only comes off the pitch if City are 3 0 up, 4 0 up. That's when he comes off. And then he gives a bit of time to, to Calvin Phillips or whoever. But he is so important to this City team. The build-up, the way he goes, the way he, he slots in when John Stones yeah. steps in. And also I need to give a massive praise to John Stones. I mean, coming back from injury, you can see the City team are starting to settle again from the way they played last season. John Stone is massively important as well for this club. Um, but I, Rodri, my word. I mean, uh, no disrespect to Roy Keane, Patrick Vieira, legends that legends that I've seen play in the Premier League in in that position. But what this guy is doing, I'm telling you, I, I 
no disrespect to Roy Keane. Roy yeah, Keane yeah, yeah. is a, a legend of the game. No disrespect to Patrick Vieira, who was one of my legends growing up. I used to watch him for Arsenal. But what Rodri is doing right now, the possession, the way he attacks, getting into the box, creating chances, defending, tackling. He's doing everything, building up. Everything goes through this guy. For me, like you've said, he's the most important player in the Premier League. Yeah, right now. completely agree. I'm going to put you on the spot here then. Because I think Pep unearthed another one of Rodri's and his previous guys at Barcelona. Oh, yeah. Sergio yeah, Busquets. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, these two, for me... Right up. Right up there. I think they're the best ever. Yeah, uh, uh, I think, for me, they're the best ever in that position. Rod, you're ever. putting Rodri in that breath. Ever. Ever. Wow. Ever. That is high praise, I Johnny it, Boy. It's a high praise. If watch, Frank Lampard watch was going to be on this podcast, he's not going to be on this. No, no. <laughs> no, but, Lamp, but Frank Lampard is attacking me. He's not a defensive Miffy player. Yeah, I'm talking about defensive Miffy players. These guys watching Busquets and watching Busquets, of course, again. Oh, what a player. Yeah. What a player. I mean, could you lace their what boots, a player. <laughs> no chance. No chance. <laughs> My, they miles, miles away. Miles. You know, I play in the same position, but, you know, playing that position, when we get to sit, we we're told to sit because obviously we had the likes of Lampard, we had the likes of Balak, Essien, who likes to bump forward. So obviously we had to sit. And no, and, and you to do that, we know that we have, we have to keep a bit of security. But watching this city team, how good they are, how good yeah. they are on the ball is so difficult to lose and that you, ball. You know the other thing about both Busquets and Rodri? They're not the quickest either. They're not the quickest? They're positioning. Oh. It is. Busquets, oh my God. This guy, he can't move, he can run. <laughs> but he, he just, just the control, the possession of the ball, he just gets everyone ticking around. You can give him the ball and close your eyes. He still has it. He doesn't lose it. And and same thing, I, I was listening to, who was it? Uh, uh, um, Andy Gray? Andy Gray. Yeah. That's been a while. Sport. Yeah. Been a while since his yeah. name was mentioned. <laughs> Careful, John. Careful. Don't want to get cancelled. Right, what, what was Andy saying on free plug DS Sports over here in the Middle East? I was watching him after the game. You know, he said, he said, he took his time today and he watched. He watched one player. He just said, I'm going to watch this player, Rodri. Yeah. And after and that, fine. he said, he was blown away with what he watched and saw. The masterclass that it was, that he's, it was, and I love that amazing. we're on the same wavelength. And I know people might be watching or listening to this thinking, hold on a second, guys, Mo Salah, hold on a second, guys, Erling Haaland into double figures already at the start of this season. Kevin De Bruyne, we know his qualities, he's injured at present, but I'm with you, and I've been saying this for a couple of years now. Rodri never flustered, oh. he's a big specimen oh. as well. He oh. reads the game beautifully and he just makes City tick. And it explains why he can play Grealish, he can play uh, Julian Alvarez, he can play Phil Foden. All of these players are playing further up the football pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. I was watching him, the break-up plays, uh, um, um, the, the build-up, everything goes through him. And like you said, no disrespect to these players. Uh, you know, Ellie Haaland is doing amazingly well. Salah's scoring goals. Salah is bang on. He's, he's, he looks like he's coming back to his not to, to you know yeah. to his old Salah. You know, scoring goals now. You can see his movement is a lot sharper. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have to give it. Rodri has been absolutely fantastic. I'm loving this it. Club. It's, it's time from last season as well. That I think it took him a bit of time because when Fernandinho was leaving the football club, we're thinking, oh, 
you know, see is going to struggle here. Yeah. And then his folks come into the club and we're thinking, oh, is this guy actually gonna, really going to do it? I was one of those guys who was like, is he really going to step into Fernandinho's shoes? Is I don't think he's quite up there. But it's, took, it's taken him, I think, one or two seasons now nice. to get there. He's understood now Level. exactly what Pep wants him to do. You can see he, there is no city right now without Rodri. I'm with you. There is no city. I'm with you. Maybe they can get someone in the January window or next season. But right now, at this second, this minute, there is no city without Rodri. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Now, it would be, I think, a foolish question to ask you, what manager in the Premier League would you like to work under? The answer would be oh, Pep. Pep Guardiola. Oh, Pep. Of course it would. So... I'm seeing a lot written, and rightly so. Aston Villa flying high, high in fifth. Yeah, Unai yeah, Emery, yeah. Ange Postecoglou, unbeaten in Ooh, the league. Unbeaten, mate. Incredible start to life at Spurs. Obviously, you got Jurgen in there. Yeah, Mauricio Pochettino. I yeah. know you're a huge fan of Roberto mm-hmm. De Serbi getting De Serbi. still yeah. a lot of plaudits at Brighton. Taking Pep out of the equation for a second. One manager in the Premier League that you would love to play under, John. Who would you choose? Oof. Oof. If you take Pep out of that one, I'll probably have to go. I'll probably have to go with. Who plays a footballer style? Who looks like he's a guy that you could think, oh, me and him would get on. I'd have fun with him. Certainly not Eric Ten Hag. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I think I'll probably go with Andrew Postecoglou. Yeah, yeah. Would you? I think I've been very, very impressed with what So that's you telling all yeah. the Chelsea fans you'd t- put on this first shirt, <laughs> just to be clear. That's you saying you want to play for Tottenham. At least I want to play for Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> you said war manager. <laughs> but it would be Ange. Yeah, it would be Ange. I think I'm very impressed with what Tottenham are doing right now. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable what they're doing. Uh, when you look at the the team, it's, it's basically the same team, isn't it? it minus same, Harry Kane. Minus Harry Kane and probably the centre-back who's coming. Uh, what's his name again? Mickey van der Heen. Van, yeah, Exactly. Apart from that, that is still the same team, and obviously Madison is coming. You know I who's playing well. Madison and Son. You know the, the, the combination and Papi Sar. Oh, I'm loving them. Oh yeah, and Sar. They've been absolutely brilliant. Sar has been absolutely brilliant, and he's been at the club for a long time. Yeah. and no one, no managers had a look at him. Conte, but I think, now, briefly did. Yeah, Conte did a little bit. Yeah. But Sar and Bissouma. Oh I'm with yeah. You. I know Madison's getting loads of plaudits, and he should. Those two boys. They run for days. Oh, energy they brought to energy, that team. Energy, energy. I love them. Sa has brought is he's brought so much energy into that club, into that team. Running forward, coming back defensively. You know, it's, it does. Sometimes it doesn't ma- matter the runs you do, even if you don't get the ball, but you drag people around with you, and then you create the space. And I, I think that's something that just Stones does as well for City. I was watching him as well on Sunday. He just runs forward because he knows. You have to come with him. And he just creates space, the space on the pitch. And 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 yeah, those two have been absolutely amazing for Tottenham. I think Bezuma as well. He's oh, been, been a player this season. Isn't Big Ange. You, you would have done all right under Big Ange. I, I think I would have. I think I would have. With the way they play, pressing high, winning the ball up high. And the way they keep the possession of the ball as well, they don't lose it that often. And I love the tiki taka; they always play in the middle <clears throat> to draw to draw teams out and then create those chances and get Son to run behind. Yeah. They've been absolutely fantastic this season. Right. So Ange Postecoglou for the manager that yeah, you would Ange, most like. Ange. I love I love also Klopp. I think Klopp is also yeah. brilliant. You know, he's been absolutely amazing for Liverpool. 
um, <clears throat> if they don't win the league this season, if they don't finish fourth this season, do you think you're still going to be there next season? Oh, that's a great question. That's I think for what it's worth, Liverpool do finish top four. I think, think? started, yeah. I think now the top four, in fact, it's a bit early for me to say this, but... It's a bit early, isn't it? <laughs> City, Arsenal, Liverpool, in no particular order. And I think Spurs. No European football for Spurs helps them. Helps them I yeah. still think they'll have their yeah. dip. Yeah. In fact, they will have a dip. They're not going to continue this form. No, they're not going to go and beat him. They're not going to do a Leicester City and win this league. I don't, at least I don't think they will. No, they're not going to They'll have their no. dip, but I think Chelsea are going to be inconsistent. United never in a month of Tuesdays are they going to be consistent enough <laughs> to get top four. Yeah. I like Villa. Ultimately, I think they'll go deep in the Europa Conference They're not going to get to the top four now. And I think that might yeah. just be a bit of an issue. Yeah. Newcastle with the Champions League. I like Newcastle. Top four, not for me this season. I think Spurs edge Newcastle. You think? Yeah. Who are you still for? So City, Arsenal, Liverpool. Would you back that? Or City, Arsenal. I think this two. You also, you're putting Liverpool in the maybe category. <sighs> Johnny. Yeah. 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 Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think, I think, might, I think Spurs, I think Spurs are going to finish fourth. I think Spurs are going to be in the top four. And then Liverpool are the, your FA one. Uh, then I think, I think probably Liverpool or, or, or. United. I think Liverpool or Newcastle. Yeah. Okay. So United and Chelsea outside top four. No, I don't think, no, I don't think. Listen, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've, you know, I've always said it. This for us getting into the top four would be would be absolutely miracle this season if we do get into the top four. But I think right now, what we need to find, what Chelsea need, we need to find a consistent way of playing, and we need to start winning games first before we start talking about getting to the top four. Because we obviously you can't do that by not winning games. And I don't see where the goals are coming from every every no. weekend when I watch when I watch us play. First of all, we don't play. We, there is no pattern of play. And I think it's not coming from the manager. That's what I believe. No, I believe it's not coming from the manager. I think the players need to put in a bit more effort. I've given, we've given them so much excuses. We've, we've said they needed time. You know, it's been, it's, we've played eight, 10 games in the season right now. We need to start to see a bit of consistency of the way we want to play, the way we want to win games. It doesn't matter how you play. We want to win games. But I think that comes from the players. Yes, a manager can give you a system to play, to go and play on the pitch. But then when you get on that pitch, it's you on the pitch. You have to fight for the club. You have to give, you have to make sure you give more than 110% to make sure that you win the game. Speak to yourself on the pitch. And that's what JT always did for this club when we were there. You know, it doesn't matter what the manager tells us to do on the pitch. When we go into that pitch, he becomes a manager. We fight together as a team and to, just to make yeah. sure we win the game. This is Mikel B, former Super Eagles and Chelsea midfielder, urging you all to sign up with Betwinner. Betwinner is a platform that offers sports betting, casino and games. Also, you stand a chance in getting up to 200% bonus on registration. Remember to bet responsibly. I'm conscious that this is the, the midweek edition. This is supposed to be the shorter version of this podcast. It is the Obi-Wan podcast made possible by Betwinner. Big shout out to our proud sponsors again. This is Taking the Mikel midweek, every week, where John gets to shoot from the hip and tell us why he wants to play for Ange Postacoglu <laughs> and why Rodri, and I'm loving John, that we agree on that. No, we do agree on that. He, for me, 
Miles, 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 uh, the best player in the Premier League right now. Tell us who you think is. We'll say it again, obi1podcast.gmail.com. And we're back with episode two of the podcast proper every Monday. Please do download, subscribe, give us a five-star rating. Yeah, give us five-star, please. As well, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, And uh, yeah, we've got We're trending right news. now. We're we trending, trending right now, you know. We're on the up. We're on the up. We're newbies. Yeah, newbies, exactly. We have to keep that in mind. We're newbies. We newbies, so yeah, we have to keep that in mind. Your, exactly. Your crouches, yeah. your Ben Foster. Yeah. But we're coming for them. We're, we're coming for we're them. We're coming for we're them. We're coming for them, yeah. But we still bow down to you guys. You guys know what you're doing. We're just robbing a living. Exactly. Right, John, I'll see you on Monday, episode two of the podcast. Do you want to reveal who's on or no? Not revealing, not okay. revealing. Fine, right. <laughs> Make sure. Download and subscribe. The Obi-Wan podcast. Impossible. My bet winner. See you soon. Podcast Network.